0: In the previous part of the Fabrengan, the Rebbe was speaking about the Matehu Alikim, the staff of Hashem, the stick that Moshe Rabbeinu was using. And the Rebbe says this is of course connected to the Parsha of the week, referring to Parsha Beshalach, as it's known the Takon of the Baal Ha'ilula, to learn every single day from the Parsha of the week with Peter Rashi, on Sunday from the beginning of the Parsha to Shani, on Monday from Sheni to Shlishi, and so on the rest of the week. And this week's Parsha, of course, in Parsha Beshalach, discusses Kriyas Yamsuf. And now Hashem says to Moshe, to lift up your stick, stretch out your hand over the sea, and split it. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu does, he raises his hand over the sea. The Targum Yoinasim tells us that in this stick that Moshe Rabbeinu had was engraved Shmei Rabba vi Akira, the great and holy name of Hashem, as well as the ten signs with which. The Egyptians were struck, also the three avis of the world, the six mothers, and the twelve shvotim of Yaakov. Since the only place that all of these details are mentioned is in connection to the story of Kriyas Yamsuf, even though the Mateo Alikim, the staff of Hashem, is already mentioned right when Moshe Rabbeinu is going to Pari right from the beginning, and even earlier, Moshe Rabbeinu has this when he's by Yisrei in Khayrev. But nevertheless, these details are mentioned now, so it's understood that there's a special connection to Kriyas Yamsov, as will soon be explained. But first, by explaining what the Targum Yoinasin mentions, that on this Mate Ho'elikim was engraved also the six Emois. Now, usually we know Chazal tells us that we only call ovojis only to three, Avram, Yitzchak and Yaakov. Imohais are only four, Sara Rivka, Rachel, and Leah. Why on the stick of Hashem? On this staff was mentioned all six of the Imohis. Of course, this includes Bilo and Zulpa. And the explanation is, for the same reason that on this stick is engraved not only the Avois, but also the 12 Shvatim. And from this we'll understand why, since the Shvatim are mentioned in all details, so also the Imohis are mentioned with all details, not only four, but also as we look at the individual six Imohis. However, of course, we need to understand why over here is it important to mention not only the Oveis, also the Shvatim, and therefore also not only the four four emois, but also the six emois, meaning that Bilu and Zilpa are counted separately, even though usually they're just included in Rachel In order to understand this, the Rebbe says, we'll explain it by the fact that we find by Kriyas Yamsov as the Targum Yoinus, and also continues on the posse explaining how the Yamsuf was split into 12 parts corresponding to the 12 Shivatum of Yaakov, which seemingly here also it's not understood why is this so? The sea could have split one time and all the Yidin should go through one path. And the explanation is that Chassidus explains in the Memoriam of Kriyas Yamsev that the idea of Kriyas Yamsuf spiritually is in order to have an effect also in the lower worlds in Briya, Yitzira and Asiya where things get divided into many more details, not like the way they are in Hatzilis, which things are still in a very general way. And the only way to achieve and to affect, especially down in the lower Eulomois, is only when we get into the details, into the nitty-gritty, so to speak, of avoida protes, specific avoida. In simple and practical words, when we need to deal with the world, it's not enough just to come out with a general announcement that we have some good intentions to be a good Jew, to be a good person, to do some good things. And Rachamon al Boy, Hashem just wants a good heart and we're ready to be Moise Nefesh, to give our lives up for Yiddishkeit. Because yes, even though it's true that by jumping into a fire one is Mechayim, the mitzvah, fulfilling the mitzvah of sanctifying Hashem's name, but we know that Hashem did not create the world that it should be an empty place, a place of void, rather that it should be an inhabited place. In other words, the world needs to be in, in, in its existence, and in the way the world exists, we need to make it a dwelling place for Hashem, as it says, And as mentioned earlier in the Ma'ima, that the way to deal with the world is not by destroying or nullifying the world, rather that the world itself should be a holy place, like the Rebbe Maharash said, this is also early, mentioned earlier in the Maimar regarding the effect of limudah Toira on the learning of Torah on the physical body of the person that learns it, that his face shines in a different way. You can notice on a person that he's a Baal Torah, and it's a noticeable difference in the way he acts and the way he speaks. And in the same way, you have to also impact the world, and though every detail of the world should be shining. From this, we understand that it's not enough just to have a good heart and to say Hashem wants our heart and our intentions, but we also have to have the physical reality of a hand giving tzedakah, of the foot running to do a mitzvah, and so to each and every one of our limbs of the Ramach Eivorim, corresponding to the Ramach Mitzvah Saseh. And since we have to actually go ahead and achieve an effect in the lower worlds of Bria and Yetzirah and Asiyeh to make sure that every detail is a holy place for Hashem, this is why it's not enough just doing avoid in a general way or doing some very great and high avoiders by those that Torah is their sole occupation or those that are davening in a way that they're davening all day long with some very very great avoiders so yes even though it's true that this might bring down a lot of oil and a lot of great energy from the neshama however this is not really um, refining and elevating the world rather it's nullifying the world in order to elevate the world as the world is in its current state, that the world should be a vessel for elukus, we need to have what's called Avoida Prata, specific individual avoida to deep, to refine, to elevate, to fix every detail of the world. In that way we can bring godliness into each and every detail. Based on this, we can understand why the Yamsav is split into twelve parts corresponding to the twelve Shvatim. One of the differences between the Avois and the Shvatim is that the Avois are very very general. In other words, they correspond something that all yidden have equally. This is a common denominator between all yidden. As we say in avos Why do we call the avos only three? Because the levels of Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov need to be by each and every individual as opposed to the levels of the Shvatim, Ru'uvein and Shimoin, these are details, these are specific aspects, which some Yidden will have the idea of Reuven, but not necessarily the other Shvatim, some Yidin might have the level of Yehuda, etc., etc. And therefore, the general idea of the Ovis and the Himois is enough when we are speaking about a level where we're dealing on a higher world, in the world of Atsilas, a world of unity, as mentioned earlier in the Mimer as well, that it's possible to have the level of Atsilus even as a person is down here, but we're still speaking on a holy on a very, very high level. However, when we 're in Golus, and especially in Iqui the Meshikha, in the end of Golus, and the level of the heel, similar to the heel of the person, which is considered like the malamavu within the person. In other words, in a place where it's not noticeable energy and highest, it's not recognizable and noticeable alikus, Rather, we only see lowly materialism we at the very most a little higher form of the gashmis, of the physicality of the world. But it's not felt ruchnis, the spirituality. And we need to bring down that in this heel, so to speak, that it should be felt highest, some energy should be felt, some vitality should be felt, at least according to its own level. So then it's not enough just general avoidance, general types of serving Hashem, but rather we have to get into the specifics as also discussed at length in Kuntras or Avoida of the Rebbe Rashab, where when we have his Boinunus, meditation, we need to also think about things in a very specific way, in a similar way. Here too we have to have the Avoida, it has to be getting into the details, and this is why the sea was split into 12 parts corresponding to the 12 Shvatim, so that there should be the Avoida of each and every Shavit according to his own level, and so too the staff of Hashem through which the sea is split, that it has not only the three Avoids, but also the 12 Shvatim, and not only the four emojis, but the six emojis, also Bila and Zilpa, just like the Shvatim, simply came into the division as they are, as a result of all four Rachelaya, Bila and Zilpa. And even though one might think that Avoida process, getting into the small little details, is a much lower and simpler Avoida, or to use the expression as the Gemara says, that the Avois. Are like the cloud, which is much more important than the detail, than the specifics. However, we learn from the stick of Moshe that that's not the case. In the very same stick that's engraved, the six Imois and the twelve Shvatim, and also the ten markers, which definitely represent a very lowly Avoid, in other words, having to deal with Mitzrayim, the worst of the land. In that same stick is also engraved the Shmei Rabbah, the great and holy name of Hashem the one unique name from all the seven names that are not erased what's called the Sheymo Etzem, the name of the very essence that essence that permeates all the details even to the lowest of the low as mentioned earlier in the Fabreng and also this concept that a Etzem, that a essence when you take hold a part of it, you have all of it and this is also a very important principle of the Torah de Baal Shemt of the concept of Ashgacha Pratis in other words that the Amish to supervision is not only on general and big things just to keep a certain species alive, etc., and not only on small things, but even on the tiniest, smallest things, as the Baal Lula, as the Free Dikarebe, adds furthermore that even in the smallest things, this helps to fulfill the general Kavanah of Hashem in all of creation, as it's called Machshavah Akdumada'ak. And the point is basically that even the tiniest, smallest detail ends up completing and adding to even the greatest ideas, and even into the the highest ideas, all the way to the Ham of Foyrush, even to Hashem's name, so to speak. I said before that both of them are engraved on the same stick, on the stick of Hashem that's in the hand of Moshe, and will be in the hand of Mashiach Kainu, through which he will take all the yidn out of Golas, as it says in the Medrash. The lesson, says the Rebbe to us, regarding our avoidance, there are some people that think that their idea is mainly to do great big things, to cause big revolutions, to change everyone of the whole world in one shot, to make big noise and to cause big things, and they think that they're not shy, they have nothing to do with trying to fix up little details, it's not worth their while to put in all of their great energies. And this is where the Hira comes at. The whole point and the ultimate is avoid the protes, the specifics, getting into the little details. And that's where you find the and the essence. This Hira is specifically relevant to rabbonim and to people that are guides and educating Am Yisrael. There are rabbonim that say to themselves, and they think that their job and their tasks is only in very, very great, important areas. Giving um. Um, speeches in front of their communities in Torah to try to answer, to try to explain very, very deep concepts of learning, like in the and Oloy's deep ideas of Tuma and Tara, in Avodis Hashem, again, things that might have to do with um, all-encompassing things of all of Yiddishkeit, in Gemilus Hasodim, in areas where they can maybe fix up the whole world with justice and righteousness, and so too, when it comes with dealing with the world, they think that their speeches have to be about the importance of democracy all over the world, things regarding um, the atom bomb, things about big governments um, getting together. However, regarding halachos of Shabbos, of Muktzah, of food being kosher, of taras ha of birchos hanenin, and similar sorts of things, things that are, so to speak, simple in their eyes. They think this is not according to their level. That may be a to their shamish, to the attendant, at the very most to the assistant rabbi, because a great rabbi, as, as him, he thinks, should only be speaking about things that are really on top of the world, and things that will make headlines in the newspapers, on the front page, etc. However, the above tells us that there is a need in the Avoida practice in the small details. And to go ahead and to explain to the people the halachas that are needed every single day. And as said before, we need to learn from the Torah of the Baal Shem. Tev regarding Ashkachapratos, that the Eibistayer who is Koil Yachol. He is the one that supervises in a in a specific way, even on the tiniest little things happening to a small child in this world and even to the tiniest and smallest little details, and as the example that the free Kerebek gives in a Sicha and a Maimer, that even a leaf turning over from one side to the other, the Abishter is supervising and taking an interest, whether it should turn through a wind or a different way, and if the Abishter supervises and takes interest even on the smallest details, then surely, as the expression is, Dayo'i L'Evet, eliois karaboi." That it's enough for a servant to be at least like his master. So the Rebbe is saying that we can definitely be involved in the small details. And the Rebbe says that, so to speak, speaking just amongst us in an informal way, I guess, the Rebbe is saying. So another benefit will come out of this as well. The Rebbe says there are certain spiritual leaders that when it comes to the simple things like Berchus Hashachar, Berchus Hananin, and they themselves are in doubt and don't know clearly the halachis. So the Rebbe says in this area it will be a tremendous, tremendous benefit if the, the rabbi will know that in the coming Shabbos he needs to give her drosha and say that in the first simon of Shulchan Aruch it says a certain halacha and the Ramah or the Bayer hate to say such and such and therefore a little child needs to know how he needs to act and it's possible that he could even be a big child so to speak he could be a 70 year old but he didn't learn yet the alof Base of Yiddishkeit so he needs to know how to act so yes, we're speaking about something that's, in inverted commas, just in the Rambam, and maybe it's not in the Rambam, and especially he might not be dealing with trying to answer a contradiction from one Rambam to the next by trying to really get involved deeply in heavy halakhic debates, and therefore he might not have what to pride himself when he goes out into the streets. But nevertheless, the Rebbe says through this many many things will be corrected many things will be fixed up by saving hidden men women and children from yisurim drabonon and perhaps even a Yisur de day whether it's a love or as we know <laughs> the rebbe tells us in hegeres about the great and important so many alochists of shabbos which are even connected to yisr skiller <laughs> which is the harshest of all the punishments says the rebbe this is the psak din and this is the ira to each and every one that can have some sort of influence on anybody else we have to be involved with a koch not only to save a Yid that wants to convert Rahman al Islam to save him from death to life, but even when you see a Yid that doesn't know about a small, seemingly thing of Midra whether it's an area of Ma'ima whether it's an area of whether he can interrupt to say, whether it's a thing of the kashras or the food, whether it's glat kosher. Or the details of Shulchan Aruch regarding putting up a mezuzah. Surely not putting up the mezuzah on the left side instead of the right side, and other sorts of things that he should be involved in these things also with a big because, because through this he will add light to the world. And from all of this, the Rebbe says, all of the above mentioned is also reflected in a clear Psakdin that's brought in the Gemara and in Rambam that a person should always see himself and the whole world as if they are on a balanced scale, half good and chas Shalom, half the other way around and if a person does one mitzvah he's tipping the whole scale to the good bringing merit for the whole world so if we, from this we understand that when we have a balanced scale so even the tiniest smallest thing tips the whole scale so even if it's something that you consider something small however this could tip the scale for yourself and for the whole world and cause tshua Sola to take all the Yidden together with the shechinar of golus and to bring them to the ge'ulah mitzvah Shleima. And this is what we see by the Baal Shemtev, these two extremes as well. The Baal Shemtev on the one hand revealed to his Talmidim the greatest secrets of the Torah, but at the other hand, he spoke with simple people about simple ideas and fulfilling Torah and mitzvahs in the literal sense, and also being involved in educating little children to answering Gavim Shmei So So, regarding the Altarebbe, we find these two extremes, on the one hand spreading the Torah, to Bal Shemtev, even in situations where he had to fight in harsh battles for this, And at the same time he was involved in what you'd call simple things, which is writing the Shulchan Aruch to clarify the halachis with a reason so that even a simple person should be able to come to a clear din without having to look through the Yama Talmud, the Sea of the Talmud and its Mepharshim as it was until then. And so, to regarding the Nasi adur, the bala Lula, the Rebbe says by the Free Dikara, but we also see these two extremes. On the one hand, being involved with spreading Hasidus, the deepest in Yadim of Hasidus, at the same time being involved that Aleph should be taught with children that are not even Shaykh, that, that aren't even going to Sunday school, and to teach them Moidani in English, and to say Brachas in English, and even a simple Halacha in English. And these two extremes come together because they are coming from Hashem. And to use the expression earlier in the Mimer, that level of Hashem that's in all all worlds equally uniting the highest of the high with the lowest of the low. And through this we bring about the coming of Mashiach. Regarding who it says in Ben David Bo, that Mashiach comes in a generation that's all either innocent or the other way around. With no difference in other words that ben david's idea mashiach's idea is to connect the highest of the higher with the lowest of the low and to make and that both together should be a dirah for the Abishad down here in this world and this comes through our avodah and torah and mitzvahs in both those things that seem to be the lightest as well as the things that seem to be the strictest that through that we draw down from the bala and from hashem regarding whom there's no difference from one of his desires to the other. In other words, each mitzvah is equal, equal. From there we draw down, down into this world, to the tacht, chain, shein tacht, and to the lowest of the low, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya regarding the and specifically here is where we make Hashem a dwelling place in this world.